views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. And I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. All right, let's see where this one goes. In case you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard the story of Lindsay Shepard from Laurier University, uh, who was taken aside and taken to task for airing a few minutes of TVO's The Agenda with Steve Pakin featuring Jordan Peterson and Nicholas Maté. Is that how you pronounce his name? I forget. I did watch the show, but I forget how it pronounced his name. Um, well, all I can say about this is left is eating its own, and what a fabulous feast it is to watch. <laughs> I have sympathy for Lindsay Shepard, what she went through. Oh, I do, but I am so impressed. She had the fortitude yes. and the foresight to take a recorder in with her. Yes. It's almost like she knew that she was going to need evidence of what was about to befall her. Well, we covered this actually on an earlier episode of Just Right, uh, where I, I sort of finished off by saying, are we going to have to carry around tape recorders with us or video cameras to make sure that people understand the truth when they see or hear it rather than the lies that come out of people's mouths? And the answer is yes, we yes. will. Well, there's so many, um, especially right-wing people in the, the U.S. that go on left-wing broadcasts, and they insist that they can bring... A, bring their own videotape in, or video recorder in and their own recording in so that they can have proof that their words are not being taken out of context because it's happened so many times in the past. So yeah, you have to protect yourself, especially in situations such as this where your, your career's at stake. I remember when we had Ann Coulter on Just Right a couple of years back. She agreed to come onto the show and one of the reasons that she agreed was the fact that it was aired live. In other words, it could be recorded and nothing can be taken out of context. Yes, no editing conveniently. Yeah, it's very difficult these days to come along uh, to find a, an honest man. You know, I've got my lantern going around at night looking for an honest man, but they're getting hard to find. Oh, it is so true. Um, and the funny part, well, the sad part about this is that she was a she's a left winger, a self-proclaimed left winger, but I don't think Lindsay she... Lindsay Shepard, yeah. Yes, I don't think she really is. Because I think she's going to find that all the people that come to her defense will be on the right. Uh -huh. And she's going to find out really fast. Even Jordan Peterson, who she apparently doesn't agree with, he came out and spoke in her defense and has offered his sympathy and support. Uh -huh. And it's a very weird world we live in where the left and right, left has gone so far off the deep end that no one can even relate to them anymore. They are so Gestapo-like. Sorry, I used to Hitler reference, and I hate doing that. But it's all the rage nowadays, isn't it? What they have in common with uh, Nazism is, is violence and threats, and intimidation, and coercion. Obfuscation. Obfuscation, yes. Uh, uh, you know, just not telling the truth. Oh, the lies they told when they were interrogating her, and you can't call it anything else but an interrogation yes. about how Jordan Peterson was doxing his students. And yeah. uh, really, have you met the guy? Have you seen him speak? That's he, the thing about Jordan Peterson, and he mentioned this at a presentation that he did in front of the Society for Academic Freedom and Scholarship, which I had the pleasure to attend and videotape, which is on you Just Right's YouTube channel, by the way. Uh, Plug. That, <laughs> that everything he's been saying has been recorded. 
in the past, his videos, and he says he has hundreds of hours of him talking about this stuff. And not once can anybody find anything that he has said in the past which would put him in violation of Canada's laws regarding the dis discrimination based on gender identity or anything like that, which is only a new inclusion into the Human Rights Act, by the way. Uh, they just can't find anything on the guy because he's squeaky clean and he is an honest man. Yes, there, there you go. You can put your lantern away. <laughs> I found one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing that comes out of this thing is uh, this issue. Uh, listening to the uh, surreptitious recording that Lindsay Shepard did of her interrogation, her interrogators, and you see, I would use that term as well, basically said that we're in violation of Bill C-16, which of course is the inclusion into the Human Rights Act of gender identity as a, a condition upon which you cannot discriminate yes. against people. And the way I take that is that, okay, well, first of all, there's no discrimination. Uh, discrimination doesn't necessarily mean you can't talk about it. So that, that's a lie right there. And she, didn't, she didn't even talk about it. She just presented it. No, and Jordan, Peter has not, Jordan Peterson has not discriminated against anybody of transphobic nature or whatever or because of their gender so-called identity. What they're doing is they're taking the Human Rights Act and saying that discrimination now means you can't disparage or talk about in a critical way anybody who fits those criteria. Now, what, what, what are the criteria? You can't uh, discriminate against based on uh, race, uh, religion, ethnic origin, gender identity, that kind of a thing. Or How's disability. the weather today? That's about as far as you can go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's looking pretty black out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, racist. So what they've done is they've taken the Human Rights Act and they're using that as a tool to say you just can't talk about these issues unless it's in the positive, unless it's the way that they want you to represent that particular issue. So in other words, if you're going to be talking about uh, gender identity, it has to be favorable to those people who think that they are one uh, gender or, or perhaps a sex that they are not and, and not talk about it in a critical way. For example, saying that perhaps it is a psychological disorder. Oh, don't say that. To think that you're a, a woman when you're obviously a man. You know, if you just do the Pope Joan test on you, and you you're not a woman, fella, sorry. <laughs> that kind of discussion, they're saying now, is a violation of the law. Well, and the, the irony of this is they're getting all worked up about, oh, discrimination against the LGBT community. Five percent of the population... If that. If that identifies as LBGT. Um, so as she pointed out so rightly, we're supposed to put these people's comfort before everybody else. The small, 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 small minority of people in this country get to veto everybody else's ability to critically discuss, think, you know, or view things? I've been disparaged. I've been offended because of my uh, sex and gender, both of which are male. You basically, you know, the stereotypical, oh, you're just saying that because you're a man. Now, if I said that to a, a, trans, a trans person, what, what do you call them? Uh, it's either transsexual or transgender, pick one. Okay, whatever. Tranny. If I, <laughs> if I said something, oh, you're just saying that because you're transsexual. <gasps> you know, the hatred that, that would be foisted on me from that person because, oh, now you're transphobic. Well, you know, someone says that, oh, that's typical male talk in there. Water off a duck's back. I don't care. Yes. That's, that's, that's your opinion. It's not necessarily true. Or maybe it is true. Maybe I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm a man. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Oh, people are different else. We've come to a point in society where you can't even talk. You can't even joke about things. You can't be critical about things. Not even in an academic atmosphere with 
professors, PhDs can't even talk well, about it. the strange part, I, and she also talked, one of the things I picked up in the interrogation was she saying, well, you know, once they leave this environment, they're going to have to be out there, and this stuff is out there. And I'm thinking, do they, like, lock all the university students up in, like, a jail so that they have no access to the outside world? Because I'm pretty sure they can pick up TVO on their television or pick it up on YouTube. All this stuff is readily available. It's already within their grasp. There's no consequence to what they're doing. There's no, they don't have to deal with it critically because they're coddled within that environment. It's a safe space. In the universities, they are so isolated. Sure, they have access to HBO and the internet and can see the Jordan Peterson interview for themselves. Or they can see all of the other stuff that may be critical of uh, gender identity for themselves. The thing is, I think that they are in a group of people, and there's a lot of groupthink go going on, where people aren't, the people are afraid to speak their mind and be critical about uh, the Human Rights Act, for example, or leftist legislation. It fears that their, their friends and their cohorts may disown them and, and shun them. I think when Lindsay Shepard says that when they get out there, I think she's being quite literal. When they get out of this campus situation, which is predominantly Marxist, predominantly leftist, when they get out into the work world and they meet people like you and me, <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they be better be prepared for the fact that not everybody shares their opinion. Yeah, the, the, and the funny part is, the, uh, the irony of all of this is that when the university apologized. Immediately they were set upon by the Wilfrid Laurier University Rainbow Center, who said, quote, the discourse of freedom of speech is being used to cover over, weird language there, the underlying reality of transphobia that is so deeply ingrained in our contemporary political context. The most gibberish sentence ever. <laughs> Well, not only that. I mean, first of all, this all comes back to Jordan Peterson. Now, I've looked at a lot of Jordan Peterson stuff. The guy is not, to use their word, transphobic. Which is, is not a word. Well, yeah, it's, it's like the homophobic word. It's not really a word. It's an anti-concept. Yes. And he has the greatest sympathy, respect uh, for anybody, regardless of the gender. respect from yes. transpho uh, transphobia. <laughs> Transsexual <laughs> people, trans yeah. Transsexual people. Like, They've come out to his defense. Yes saying, look, a lot of these people who are saying that they represent us as transsexuals or transgendered or whatever, I forget the letter of the alphabet that may be yes. used, they don't speak for us. They are in it for the recognition and the, maybe the money, maybe a government job. They are misrepresenting the transsexual community. And I'd have to agree, I, I've seen this so many times of people who put themselves in a situation of being defenders of victims. And also what it does is it puts them in a very bad position because if you realize if you mispronoun somebody or misgender somebody and that's going to cost you your career, your social life, all that stuff, what are you going to do? You're going to avoid those people. You're creating the transphobia that you're claiming already exists. 
Exactly. You're talking about a backlash, basically. And I think that Well, avoidance. Yeah. It's just an avoidance. Wouldn't you avoid something that's <coughs> going to cause you problems in the future? Right. If I was an employer and you see that uh, if I can't say something or I have to watch my words around my employees if they're transsexuals, then guess what? I just make not hire any transsexuals. Yeah, because how big of an HR department do you have to have to deal with all that crap? Yeah. Exactly. And that's terrible. Yes. I think that's absolutely awful. I think that people should be treated uh, fairly and openly and honestly and equally based on their abilities, not what they think that they are or whatever. If they think they're, if a male thinks it's a woman or whatever, it's none of my business. No. It's none of my business. Matter of fact, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your personal business. That's the whole point. Keep yeah. it in your personal life. Like, um, there's a transsexual, Blair White. I don't know if you've uh, no. caught her podcast, she was a male that transitioned to a female, and a very attractive one, I might add, and she is completely rational. She says... Rational. Rational. Okay, yes. Very rational. She uh, she shows up on, like, Stephen Crowder's show. She's been around. Um, I've subscribed to her YouTube channel. Completely rational. Like, she thinks that this whole trans business, getting kids involved in it, and all the rest of it, she thinks that's fun. She goes, it's very extreme cases that this actually works. She realizes the higher suicide rates, she realizes all the rest of that stuff, and that's why I'm calling her she, because she actually did the whole, went the whole nine yards, and looks like a woman, and I respect her, because she's not, like, just call me whatever I want to be at this moment in time. And she respects the fact that even if somebody called her a he, she wouldn't take it personally. She's like, yeah, whatever, that's water off my back, right? That, like you said. That's the sign of a mature person. Yes. And so it, it's <coughs> nothing. Be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. But don't expect other people. Don't blame other people for how you feel about what they say. And that's Jordan Peterson's whole beef about this is that he does not want to be forced. And that's with a capital F. Yes. To say something, to use words that he doesn't particularly want to use. And I'm talking about the personal pronouns, the made up pronouns that some committee somewhere made up. I don't even know who made them up, but it's only been recent the last couple of years that they made up these words and say, from now on, people have to refer to this kind of a sexual person or gendered person as How many a are Z there now? or zero. I don't know, 50, 60, whatever. It's just nonsense. Absolute pure nonsense. Jordan Peterson identified it as such, and he says, this is the thin edge of the wedge. This is what happened in Soviet Russia. And he says he's seeing it all over again. And this man knows his history. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, Depressingly he, so, if you've ever watched some of his vi videos on what happened in the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany, it is well, you know, a strong I stomach. <laughs> he, he's advocated for people to read uh, the Gulag Archipelago by Solzhenitsyn, and, which, I, which I have, at least volume one. And I'm telling you, it is a litany of exactly what's going on in Canadian and American society today. The browbeating, the humiliation, uh, the forcing of people to conform to ideologies that they may not, disagree, may not agree with, using words that they may not like to use, uh, you know, like comrade. You know, if you don't, hey, you didn't address me as comrade. You know, are, are you a capitalist or something? <laughs> that kind of thing. And then you're shunned and you're exiled and you're browbeaten or yeah. killed. Yeah, it starts with the social um, exile. Then it goes up to the political exile and then it goes up to you're gone. <laughs> it's the thin edge. And Peterson has a very intelligent, I would say perhaps genius level man who's, who has a huge history of uh, experience with mental illness, with uh, the, the, when he talks about this, he actually breaks down yeah. and tears up. The 
the hatred and evil that man can do to his fellow man. Because he understands it so well and so deeply that he can empathize with what that is, like what, yeah. how bad it can get and what those people <coughs> must have gone through and what people are still going through today. No. Right, so Lindsay Shepard, I mean, good on you for, for exposing the, these particular people at Wilfrid Laurier University. Uh, I'm sure that the same thing goes on everywhere. Oh yeah. In all of academe. And, that uh, bubble in the cauldron, as Rex Murphy said in the National Post on Saturday. <laughs> Rex is a treasure, isn't he? Oh, I love him. That's, I think that's, he's probably one of the only reasons I subscribe to the National Post anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like I say, good on Lind, uh, Lindsay Shepard for this. Uh, it's an indictment against academe today, and I certainly hope that her exposure uh, makes some changes. Well, there you go, Lindsay Shepard. Our hat's off to you, and we're going to leave it here for today. So take care, behave yourself, and talk to you soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. Right.